Welcome to Jersey Guy Sports, your sports talk home for the Yanks, the Giants, the Rangers, and the Rutgers Scarlet Knights, and I'm your host, Don. Today, I'm going to be talking about the New York Yankees and why the Yankees should be sellers at the trade deadline and not buyers, but still, I wouldn't count on it. So let's go ahead and get started. So why don't we go ahead and give a little Yankee update since the last time I had a podcast. Uh, The Yanks swept the Kansas City Royals, which is like sweeping, you know, a 12-year-old baseball team, basically, with how bad the Royals are. Uh, That was about uh, about a week ago, over last weekend. A few good things came out of that weekend against the, you know, double-A Kansas City Royals. Uh, Anthony Rizzo finally had a big game on Sunday, and he hasn't had anything since. Um, He had a homer, he had four hits, you know, and of course in the series afterwards against the Mets did nothing. Uh, Severino pitched pretty well against the Royals. That's the second time in a row he pitched well, so that's something. Um, Glaber Torres continued his torrid hitting over the weekend. He's basically the only Yankee consistently hitting well over, say, the last month or two. You know, give him props, right? I'm, I'm the world's biggest Glaber Torres detractor, but you got to give him props for at least hitting like the back of his baseball card. And let's face it, he's up to, I don't know, 261 as we sit here on Friday the 28th or whatever it is. When you hear people talk about his hitting, you think he's hitting 361. 261 isn't exactly, you know, tearing the cover off the ball. But if you look at the rest of the Yankee team, it is tearing the cover off the ball because no one on the Yanks, you know, seems to be able to hit. So Glaber Torres hitting in the 260s is actually a very good thing, and you got to give him some props. Um, DJ hit a little bit. He still needs to get much better. So some good things came out of playing the Kansas City Royals, as always happens when you play the Kansas City Royals. Um Glaber, by the way, is back to staring at his hits. You know, he never made it even halfway to first base on Wednesday against the Mets. He was caught looking at a long fly ball to right that didn't go out of the park. Um, the dude in right field jumped up, made a catch. Glaber's just so lazy, so lazy, so hard to watch. In any case, you know, Glaber's hitting. I got to keep the positives, keep the positive. The Yankees basically, they kind of took the sweep of the Royals for at least a day or two, as something other than what it should have been. Again, the Royals are so terrible. Terrible. They won only 28 of their first 100 games. Come on, guys. You play 100 games, you win 28. And and the Yanks are happy that they swept three. And, you know, I see announcers and writers making this or that out of it. It's a terrible team. The Yanks then came back to reality, of course, and split with the Mets after, you know, beating up on those horrible double-A Royal teams. Um, we got some injury news. Trevino <clears throat> is out for the year. Um, the injury play just continues for the Yankees. It just continues. It's just, you know, what are you going to say? Uh, on the other side, Judge is apparently coming back on Friday night against the Orioles, and we'll see how well he does, but it may not matter much for the overall, you know, prospects of this team, especially when it comes to what they can or cannot do if they actually make the playoffs. But we'll see. Now, I wanted to talk about the trade deadline. And the trade deadline is coming up. And as you listeners probably know by now, I think the Yankees should sell at the deadline, not buy. In no way do I think they actually will sell. But I think they should. And I think Cashman is not bright enough to actually do that. And the only way that they actually will sell is if they just go like, one and eight here in their final nine games before the trade deadline or something like that. Barring that, 
you know, continued collapse, they will try to buy at the deadline. I keep seeing all kinds of articles about, you know, hey, maybe we should get Cody Bellinger, we should get this, we should get that. And to that end, I want to provide a few stats that I saw about this team to try to back up my position. Because other stats that you see are usually kind of cherry-picked to make the Yankees seem like a better team than they really are. Hey, they're only this many games out of first. They're, you know, only one and a half games out of the third wild card. And just, by the way, I'm not going to go into another rant about that, but I just, it's just so hard to hear people talking about sneaking into the third wild card as if it's some gigantic achievement for the Yankees and as if everything turns on them being able to do that. And they bring up the Phillies last year who went far with the wild card, but it doesn't matter. The Yankees are not the Phillies from last year. You guys turn it on the TV. You're, you're watching what I'm watching, right? So, but the bottom line is that some, some stats are handpicked and I wanted to, you know, talk some truth here about the Yankees. So let's see. Now, the Yankees this year are 8-1 and one against the Kansas City Royals and the A's, right? So the Royals and the A's, the two worst teams in the league in baseball by far and away. They're, they're terrible, terrible teams. The Yanks are 8-1. and one. Against the rest of the league, the Yanks are 45-47. and 47. So 8-1 against the Royals and A's, 45-47 and 47 against everyone else this year. So the Yankees are under 500. They're a below 500 team when they play non-minor league MLB teams, right? So two games under 500 when not playing the Royals and the A's. That sucks balls, guys. So, you know, when you talk about they're this, they're that, they're a below 500 team because you have to throw out the Royals and the A's. I'm sorry. Also, here's another stat. The Yankees are, when they play the Royals and A's, plus 41 in runs scored. When they play the rest of Major League Baseball, They're minus 32 in runs scored versus runs given up. So against teams not named the Royals and the A's, they've given up 32 more runs than they've scored. It's terrible. It's not good. It just is the stats that point to the Yankees not being nearly as good as people think they are and certainly not even as good as their record is. Here's a, a grander scale, right? You want to step back, take a look at the Yanks this whole season and the end of last season. In the last 180 regular season games for the Yankees, that includes this whole season and mostly the last half of last season, last 180 regular season games, more than one full season of baseball games, the Yanks are 92 and 88. So they're essentially a 500 team for more than one full season of baseball. This goes all the way back to the middle of 2022. So folks saying we're better than this, we're more than this, we're going through a slump. This isn't a slump. 92 and 88. We're talking about 180 baseball games here, guys. This isn't 14 games, 12 games, even 25 games. 180 games. The last 180 games, the Yanks are 92 and 88. So they're a 500 baseball team, essentially. So when you hear these things in the press and from Cashman and from Boone and from announcers and the writers, they're cherry picking stats to say why we should buy at the deadline. And if we just do this, then we can push this team over the top. Let's give you just a few more, maybe one more stat. So if you take out Herman's perfect game, and you shouldn't be doing that when you do stats, because that's sort of what I'm 
advocating against, which is cherry picking. But without the perfect game, Herman's stats this season, he has a 5.23 ERA over the other 18 starts, right? So without that perfect game, his ERA is 5.23. It's really bad. Now, even more damning is that over his last seven outings, even when you include the perfect game, Domingo Herman over his last seven outings has a 7.12 ERA over his last seven outings, including the perfect game. Again, you know, it's very hard. You know, Schmidt really deserves to stay in the lineup now over, over you know, Herman. There's talk about who's going to, you know, stay in the lineup, who's going to be staying in the starting pitching rotation once, you know, Nestor Cortez comes back. It probably at this point needs to be Schmidt, who has a 3.02 ERA over his last 12 starts. He had a very awful beginning, but he's been one of the more consistent starters we've had. You know, apparently only 12 other starting pitchers in baseball have a lower ERA than Schmidt over his last 12 starts, which is 3.02. So it's kind of hard to take him out of the, you know, starting rotation. Although, you know, knowing Boone and his infinite wisdom, I think anything is possible. This is all to say the Yankees are not good enough. Herman, 180 games of 500 ball, minus 32 runs against, against teams not named the Royals and the A's. Lots and lots of stats, right? 45 and 47 against teams not named the Royals and the A's. The Yankees need to sell. They are not a good enough baseball team. Whether they sneak into the third wall card, second wall card, first wall card, or by some miracle win the division, they're not doing anything in the playoffs again this year. They don't have the players. Um, Now, lastly here, if I'm wrong, and for some reason, the Yankees, you know, should buy and do buy, which they may. Just just keep in mind, the last two trade deadlines, Cashman traded seven young pitchers. Seven. This is to get Joey Gallo and then the next year, Frankie Montas. So the last two deadlines, seven young pitchers out of our system were gone. And our results are Joey Gallo. And Frankie Mata. So if you have Cashman in your mind as some great GM who's going to pull some great trade off of the deadline, I'm sorry, but you're friggin' nuts because he's not. Cashman used to be good. He is not any good anymore. He's not. And these things get put out of people's minds. Oh, you know, I'm whatever. That was years ago. We have no pitching depth in the minors now because he traded everyone away to get those two bums. So, for example, this year, there's lots to talk about getting Cody Bellinger or other people. Suppose the Yanks tried to trade away a young pitcher this year, Johnny Brito, for example. They brought him up a few times. He's pitched very well. I mean, you're not going to get anybody worthwhile to trade the line for nothing. So you're going to have to throw in some good prospects. And if you trade away, for example, Brito for some rental this year, no matter how good he is, it would be another simply insane move by the Yankees, and by Brian Cashman. Now, Cody Bellinger is not going to help the Yanks win a World Series this year. Full stop. He simply isn't. That's all. It's done. And trading away good young talent for any kind of rental this year, Cody Bellinger or not, will be a very, very, very bad idea again. And it should not be done. I'm sorry. It shouldn't. 
And the fact that we're looking to buy, even a little bit, they're hedging now, by the way, you know, well, they're, they're going to see and maybe they'll just, you know, try to do this and stay under this third luxury tax or fourth luxury cap. The fact that they're just trying to, again, give young assets away for some rental. It shows where this the head is on these management team, right? Where Cashman and Boone are and how Steinbrenner's not, you know, out of this either. The Yanks, for example, you know, there's lots of talk, well, they really need a starting left fielder. They had Benintendi. Cashman, in his infinite wisdom, did not want to give him one more year. He ended up going to the White Sox. Don't look now. Benintendi, again, he's hitting 290. Exactly the kind of hitter that the Yankees need. You know, he's a guy that plays fantastic defense. He has a good arm. He's fast. He's lefty for Yankee Stadium. And he's a good defensive left fielder. And he's one of the athletic kind of guys you want. Now we're looking for a left fielder. I don't know how many more examples you guys need if you're still some kind of Cashman fan. But he is not a good general manager. He's not. He's not. Um, so any kind of confidence you have that he will do the right thing at the deadline, I would not count on it. I just wouldn't. What I want to see instead is I want to see the Yanks selling. Number one, I want them to trade Glaber Torres. He has no position on this team, as you know, and he's very hot at the plate right now. He's hitting well. So his trade value has never been higher than it is right now. It's the perfect time to trade Glaber Torres. There's no way they will. Because Cashman is too dumb. He's too fucking dumb. There's no way he will do it. He will use every last bit of goodwill that Torres has. You know, he hasn't made one of his dumbass running mistakes or dumbass, you know, terrible fielding blunders in, you know, three or four weeks now. So it's kind of out of people's minds. But they're going to happen again. They've happened his whole career. He is not a good defensive second baseman. He has the yips. People will trade for him right now because he's he's hitting very, very well. He's got power. And, you know, at 260 right now, you know, that's pretty good in 2023 Major League Baseball. So they should sell him. They could get good young pitchers. They can get lots of people that might be a benefit to the Yanks in the future. It won't happen. It definitely won't happen. Um, trade Domingo Herman if you can. Domingo pitched a perfect game this year, right? He's been a decent, you know, person on the bullpen every now and then, you know, I, it feels like he gets lit up way too often at this point. And I don't think Domingo Herman needs to be in the Yankees rotation anymore at this point. And we'll have to see if anything happens with him. I don't think that'll happen either. But the bottom line is they need to try to sell whatever assets they can get younger, get faster, get better, plan for the future and stop counting on this postseason being a run in which the Yankees can get to the World Series or win the World Series because they cannot. They cannot. Let me do a few positives. Um, try to end this podcast on a high note because, uh, you know, hey, it says uh, I've heard it might be a little bit negative on the Yankees. You don't say, huh? Really? Um, so there's some good things, right, to think about. If we think about some positives to take away from the Yankees, uh, Aaron Judge is coming back tonight, it's Friday night. Nestor Cortez is going to be back soon. You know, a full rotation, full starting rotation for the Yanks isn't too far off, perhaps. Um, As I talked about before, Schmidt continues to pitch well. 
Jonathan Luizaga may be back very soon, and he really needs to help a struggling relief corps. Boy, Marinaccio has been really bad lately, and King hasn't been much better. Uh, Carlos Radon finally pitched a good game for the Yanks. Finally, right? Three shit ones and one one good one. So good. Good on him. Maybe all we need now is 15 more from him. But Rodon pitched a good game. So that's a positive. DJ and Stanton, while still not hitting well, are showing some signs of life at the plate. So there's some positives. There you go. Who said I was all negative on the Yanks? <laughs> and that, that's it. That's all I have for you today, guys. Um, that's as positive as I can be on this team. Uh, and I want to thank you for listening to Jersey Guys Sports. Please subscribe to the podcast. Tell your friends all about it. And I'll be back soon with some more sports. Thanks and have a good day.